What's good, my friends? Welcome to episode 107 of the Gig Yard Podcast, where we talk everything New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, and international sports. Most of you usually and sign. Join us around by our tree towards Hellsburg. You can listen to the podcast right now on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and some music, I am Radio. Wherever you get your podcast, you can also talk us right now on YouTube. I'll show you to follow social media at Get Your Game On Feed. And all I said, it's time to get your game on. Yo, guys, how's everyone doing? Good. Had a fun time at the Fan Fest. Oh, yeah, you were at a Rutgers Fan Fest, right? Yeah. How was that? Good. I got to meet a bunch of players. Uh, oh, nice. You got to meet most of the Rutgers players? And Greg Chiano. Oh, you oh, you met the head coach, Greg Chiano. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so, yeah, I saw that on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, Alex, glad to hear you had a great time. All right, but all right, Marcellus, how you doing? Everything's good, man. Can't complain, man. Everything's good. Yeah, me neither. I can't complain. I can't complain either. Well, I certainly can't complain this episode since um, I accomplished quite the impressive feat, um, on on the show. And I don't know if you guys heard. I forgot to tell you this. Um, here's the thing: Sam and Michael are are absent today. Uh, they're gonna say. They're like they'll try to spin it and say, "Oh, Sam's like feeling feeling super ear infection, and uh, Michael's on on vacation." They'll tell you that, but you know what? The real reason why I'm not on the show, guys, because I did the impossible. I kicked them both out. <laughs> I I bought the impossible. I kicked them both out. Want to know why? Why? Because they're blasting me about Kevin Durant, you know, all the blasphemous Kevin Durant takes, like, Kevin Durant's not better than Skype, if big Kevin Durant, you know, is a top 25 player, Kevin Durant's not a Hall of Famer, all the blasphemous takes, you know, I've had enough, so you know what, so I saw, you know what, I'm going to give them the boot, I'm going to give those guys the boot. And you know, as they say, the rest of the sisters. So, guys, I'm gonna ask you: Do you think that was the right move for you to, for you to kick them both off? Yes, <laughs> I think so. Marcellus, you think it was the right move? I think so. Guys, this bump. All right. No, finally, no more blasphemous Kevin Durant takes. No more blasphemous uh, sports takes in general. Finally, some nice, peaceful, you know, just sports talk without any craziness. <laughs> All right, so you guys ready to dive in? Ready to dive in. All right, so... You know, I could be boring and open the show with uh with the Yankees after they just got swept by the freaking St. Louis Cardinals. I could rant about that, but you know what? Instead, I think I think we'll let's get a little creative because we spent so much time talking, making Yankees uh the focus and focus by figuring you know what? 
we'll get to the Yankees eventually, but you know what? Let's be a little more clear. Let's give all the other two um teams that we cover here some little shine. So Marcellus, um let's talk you wanna you wanna open the show with the little Mets? Let's just be real here, man. Yeah, we all, we all know Jacob DeGrom's back. DeGrom, man. What can what can we say about him? I mean, just... and, you, and you see these, I mean, he do like, do like, what, six perfect innings of say against the Braves? Yeah. That yeah, was, uh... and, and, he, and he, I, he was also excellent in his other start, too. So, my, my sauce, I'm going to say they right now are tied for the Yankees for the second best record in baseball. So, Marcellus, I don't know, you're probably going to agree on this, but I think, I think, I think we're ready to say it. I think the Mets right now, I think, I think you could easily make the case that right now that the, the Mets are easy one. With the ground healthy, you have, you have assume, assuming uh, Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom are healthy, assuming both of them are healthy, I think that the Mets are, are arguably, arguably the favorites to come out, uh, uh, I don't want to say argue the favorites because you can't count the Dodgers, but they are a serious contender. They're coming out of the National League, I feel. Yeah, I think so too. Um, without a doubt, I definitely. Uh, only thing, the only reason why I won't get too excited now is because you know we always have a tendency to, you know, start folding once the playoff picture comes around. But, I mean, we know we look really good right now. Um, DeGrom looks very exceptional. It's like he just gets better as he gets older, you know? It's like he never left, right? Like he never left, man. Because Seriously. people were like, oh, how will, he how will he bounce after the injury? Will it be the same pick of DeGrom? You know, he's kind of getting up there in age. And he mm-hmm. just showed you, like, he's Jacob DeGrom. That's all you can really say. He's that... His first two starts, you know, he's been Jacob Degrom. He's like giving you what you he's giving you what you'd expect. No, he seriously is. Um, yeah, you couldn't really ask for more. You can't really ask for more. Just he's allowed just you know three earned runs and four and four hits and ten and and in two thirds innings, you know, struck out. Uh, oh, he has struck out. 18 batters so far. Wow. 18 batters in like um and names. That's impressive. That's really, really impressive. Yeah, I think so too. Really uh aggressive man, you know, it looks it looks good. You know, I'm liking the whole Matt Scherzer and uh the ground combination, man. You know, I'm just hoping in the playoffs. You know they can look even better than how they are now. That's the thing. In the playoffs, we all know how much pitching is important in the playoffs, and we have a one-two bunch of Dagan Degrom and Max Scherzer. That's gonna be like very, very hard to beat. That's gonna be very hard to beat. I feel like it's his thing. It's the thing, Marcellus. If the Mets do not win the World Series, it's not gonna be because of their pitching. You don't think so. It's- it's not at least it's not gonna be it's not gonna be their starting pitching. If the one thing that I think concerns me about that I think we're concerned about the Mets is their lineup. Now the Mets have a solid lineup. I, I they they have a solid lineup. They definitely have some studs. You know, Francisco Lindor, Brandon Nimmo, Pete Alonso, Starling Marte, uh, 
Jeff McNeil. You like you you've got some you got some really nice players, but I think so. I, I just feel like um especially with Juan Soto going to um the Padres, it's just I mean, even though the they're showing right now, I would say Yankees lap is better, you know. I would say the Astros lap is better, even though they're in the American League. Um I'll still take the Dodgers lineup. I'll still take the Braves lineup. I'll take the, um, the Padres lineup. And I say St. Louis. Hmm. St. Louis is debatable, I feel. St. Louis is debatable. Yeah, I think so. Um, but, you know, St. Louis looks pretty good, too. I mean, Goldschmidt is having a great year. Yeah, St. Louis. St. Louis is I mean, I should know. That's my team. I should know how good they are. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? Or is it not going to take advantage of a slumping Yankees team? Either way, they're either either way, St. Louis is a pretty good team. So too, yeah, they're, they're looking really good. You got to see. Uh, there's a lot of good teams going on now, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a really, there's a lot of great teams, you know, in base in baseball right now. Honestly, saying little, I, I honestly, um, the, I, I said, well, I think it's gonna come down between, um, I mean, we'll get to them later. The Yankees, um, the Astros, um, the Padres, the. Braves, I would put them in there as well, just because they're very most serious. You can't count them out. Um, the Dodgers and the Mets. It's gonna be one of those six teams. I feel it's gonna be between those six teams. I believe so too. No, I can see it. It's very yeah, interesting. You're, I feel happens. like you're a very giddy Mets fan right now, Marcellus. I feel, I feel like you, I feel like you're very giddy right now, aren't you? I don't know, man. I just. I'm a realistic fan, man. That's really what it is. So I don't want to get hyped just yet. Yeah, yeah, you Yeah, you all get hyped yet because, like, it's like winning the World Series. It's 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 like it's not an easy task. It's not an easy task to do. So you mm-hmm. can't be disappointed if you don't win the World Series like every single year. But you just you just look at this team right now. You just look at this team right now. It's hard not to feel good about them this year and like going forward, y'all. You know? Pia Lanza still has always prime years left to have him. So is Jeff McNeil, you know. Francisco Lindor, Francisco Lindor is still is in the middle of his prime, you know. The only thing, the only thing going forward is I think that you would have to worry about is um Jacob DeGrom's contract situation. Cause you know you know that after this year you can opt out, right? Yeah, I already know. I'm hoping not, man. I'm excited to see where they really go, though. Yeah, yeah. And I'm excited but, to see how far they there's go. There's some but... rumors. There's some rumors that uh, apparently, like, um, apparently the Mets front office and Jacob Duvall had like some sort of falling out. I've heard. I mean, I don't know how true that is, but it's definitely, it's definitely something to keep your eye on. But I, I feel, I actually feel like it would be, it would be foolish to Jacob Degrom go to you know to opt out because. He's proven that uh over the past couple of seasons that he can't stay healthy. Like he like over the past two seasons, like he's been injury prone. Like before, before that he just came back, the most recent game he started was back in July of last year. So he's shown like through a, a lot of stretch and plus and plus the fact that he's getting older, older, you know, what team like at least right right now, maybe 
Maybe he goes out next year and has a scion of the year that teams would want him. But if he opts out right now, I don't see him. I, I'll see him getting a better deal than what he has right now at the Mets. So what's Jake McGraw making right now? $25 million a year? I think so. Or around that? I think so. You know, he's definitely I mean, worth everything. Yeah, he's that contract right now. Let me tell you, that might be the biggest bargain in MLB. That might be the biggest bargain in MLB. Getting like a generational pitcher for like $25 million a year. You're paying Max Scherzer almost $20 million more than that. Right. And don't get me wrong, Max Scherzer's no slouch, but mm. it's like Jacob DeGrom's like better. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt, man. And the lineup is him when we need them to also. I mean, Pete has been looking real, real good, man. Yeah. MV, MVP season from Pete. And you think he has a share and to win MVP this year? Probably not, but, you know. That's the thing. Like, he has 29. He's like, he's tied for second in the home runs in the National League. The only one he's tied off the run, the only player who has more is uh, Schwarber. So he's good. He is good. He's good. P. Alonso's half off. I mean, like I said, other than P. Alonso's half the like, an amazing, ama- amazing season. He's going to be a big part of this team, you know, this team's future. Yeah, All right, Marcellus, so. anything, anything so. about the Mets? Anything else? I'm just excited to see where they go, man. That's that's really it. You know, I'm curious to see how far they go. You know, they're looking. I'm curious, too. I'm curious, too. Really, it. How you feel about them Yankees? Do you, want, do you want me to rant off them now, or do you want me to divert over to um, Alex? Oh, you could divert to Alex. Yeah, we'll divert to Alex. We'll save the best for last. We'll save the best for last. Trust me, my friends. Trust me. <laughs> All right, but Alex, guess your Phillies, uh, they won five straight, right? And yep. they are right, and they are right now in, in the second uh, game and a ha- game and a half. Um, Ahead of the second wild cards, but I believe the two, I believe the two games ahead of the Brewers, right? For wild cards, but all right. So, talk about the Phillies. Uh, they've been doing a very well job, a great job, um, about uh, winning games, and these Huskins has been tremendous in the national series. I know that Nationals aren't on like a real contender team, but I'm I'm really glad to see Hoskins just just launch balls all over the place, and he has hit four home four homers in four straight games uh, as of now, and and I'm I'm really hoping that he continues that streak. Going into Miami, in for the starting on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there's not really much to say other other than my cross short. We just mentioned he's leading National League of home runs, Ricardo. He's second only to Aaron Judge. So you want to talk about him a little bit? Uh, yeah, Kyle Schwarber is a really talented guy, 
for this Phillies uh, club, and and he's been racking up the home runs continuously, and I'm I'm really uh, curious to see what he does in the next month or two, especially once they have to go to City Field to play the Mets and. I know it's going to be a tough series for them, but I think Kyle Schobel, uh might might hit one or two balls out on Friday night or Saturday, but uh, it's just going to be a matter of time and how his uh, how his bat takes him, and I think that it's going to be a very that series is going to be the most interesting interesting series in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, and the, what's most surprising is they're doing this all um, without Bryce Harper, Harper and uh, without um, Jay Segura. Jay Segura. Wait, did Bryce Harper come back yet? Uh, he's expected to come back towards the end of the month, I think. Okay, so yeah, once you get him back, you know, once you get him back, I mean, I think the Braves are, are going to secure that second wildcard spot. I think that's, I'm not sorry, the first wildcard spot, I think this part is theirs. And I I definitely think, like, um, the, the, with Juan Soto, the Padres are going to heat up as well, but you should, uh, like, you should, and you should secure that last wildcard spot, I feel like the Phillies. Mm-hmm. They absolutely should secure that last wildcard. If they don't, it's a disappointment. Because who's going to take it from them? Who's going to take it from them? I don't trust uh, Milwaukee without, without Josh, especially without they trade Josh Hare. I don't trust Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. The Giants, are you kidding me? Andy, so do you agree with me, Alex, that this Phillies team absolutely should secure a playoff spot? Yeah, absolutely. It'll be at this point if they don't, right? Yep. If you don't, are we going to hear a very, very angry Alex reach on the podcast? Yes. Okay, okay. Also, Amy, so most to, um, I believe, Abdubal Herrera's gone, and Didi Gregorius is gone, too, right? And Abdubal. Yeah, I already said Abdubal. I already said Abdubal. Uh, oh, another thing to mention is uh, the Phillies got back Nick Mayton, and he he was a big piece in yeah. the game today. He hit one out, uh, and uh, as well as Derek Hall, he he's been playing well offensively, especially at the plate. And it's it's gonna be interesting to see this team uh, compete in the next week, uh, a couple of weeks, and. I'm really excited to see how how the wire cord uh, spots and potential that will go down. Yeah, I mean, it sucks for Didi because you know, yeah, you say as he said, we love Didi over here. It sucks, but I, I, I honestly, he just his this is to be honest, his career at the players I feel like. He had a really nice first. He had an okay, like, uh, first season with uh, the Phillies. But, yeah, pretty decent first season. But after that, you know, um, 
But, but after that, I, you know, he's, he just he just went downhill. He never looked up to um those days that he had like with the Yankees. And I'm gonna be honest right now. I, he's like what thirty two years old. And I feel like his his numbers like he has a negative WAR. His negative WAR is you know how hard that is. If you have a negative WAR, mm -hmm. I I honestly don't think don't see DD um getting like a getting a major league job like a eight but. Game major league job, you know, anytime soon. Maybe he can get, maybe he can get, maybe he'll. I think his team will sign him to like a minor league deal, make, and they'll and they'll try him out in AAA, and then who knows, maybe he can work his way back up. But as of, as of right now, you know, I these girls just cut like my LB careers in jeopardy. I I do I and the, it sucks to see, you know, I'm a huge fan of them, but as you say, it is what it is. Yeah, you watch him every day, you know, so. I want to ask you. I want to ask you. Like his numbers are like really, really bad. It was just just watch him every day, yo. I just watch. Just do, do you feel Dieter Gross was as bad as like numbers would indicate? Uh, it felt like he was inconsistent. Like, like um, like towards the beginning of the season, he was on point, and then once June, July rolled. And he didn't seem to be hitting well, and he's he just seemed to be like uh hitting pop ups and everything like that. But I just felt like he had a better uh a better one when he was with the Yankees for sure, and and it sucks to see him not be able to do what he did with the Yankees. Yeah. He has, what, one home run this year? Yeah. That, that's not good. It's not good. I mean, last year, he at least had 13 bombs, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. Who, did the Phillies, who's filling in now at shortstop for them? Um, I think it's Bryson Stott. Um, let, let me let, let me look up this past um uh, let me look up this past game against the Nationals, which I was able to pull out thirteen to one. Who started? Oh, Bryce is Scott. Yeah. Um, how's you doing? How 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 is he been doing? Because right now his numbers don't look like really that good. Uh, yeah, he's had some big moments this season, and like. I mean, he's a guy that can hit pretty well. And, yeah, he's a rookie, uh, right? Yeah. See, I, de I definitely feel like you guys should be patient with him, you know, because I really feel like, I feel like going forward, at least in the immediate future, like um, he, he should he should be like your starting shortstop, unless you, unless you guys can find like some sort of upgrade. Yeah. On the trademark or a free agency. Like I said, that guy said before, I feel, I feel like the only big contract you have right now is Bryce Hopper, right? Yeah. That's the only big contract. I really feel like um, with this upcoming shortstop class, you know, like the Carlos Correa, like, potentially being a free agent, he can opt out with the Twins and Trader. I really feel like you guys should go out the hard after, you know, one of those guys. I feel I like mean, they would be great fits with the Phillies. 
I mean, I think having Carlos Correa on the Phillies would would be a lot better than what they have had been. And I just feel like Scott's a decent player, but what are the chances he's ever going to become Carlos Correa? Yeah. Not likely, right? Correct. Would you bet money on it, Alex? Nope. Okay, exactly, exactly. I bet Big Mike would. <laughs> you, you bet you bet Big Mike would. Whoa. I mean, he's that type of guy that bets on anything. Well, that's he would do it just, you know, spike calls Korea. <laughs> or would he not do it because he also hates the Phillies? I mean, he probably wanted to give a, you know what? Uh, did you have any? Did you did you have anything else that you want to say about the Phillies? Um, Phillies just gotta keep winning and building, um, building their wins in the win column and. Let's see how they do it uh, as they continue a potential uh, big week against Miami and then at City Field for three against the Mets. Yeah. Oh, when are you guys playing Mets? This soon, right? Is it this upcoming it's a, series? It's a, uh, it starts on Friday. Oh, it starts on. Oh, yeah, it starts on. It's on Friday, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you Mets play uh the Reds and Phillies start and then Phillies and then like the other two face off. Uh, that's gonna be a really really interesting series. Um, I actually know it's it's at um it's at it's at um uh, Philly. No, no, it's at it's at City Field. It's at City Field. And yep. you got and sure as I believe there's that one of the games and I'm pretty sure the Grom will start is the Grom will start, I'm pretty sure the Grom will start on um, one of the games too. Why is the Grom took by the ESPN app? Is the Grom scheduled to start one of the games? Yeah, he said he's scheduled to start. Jared DeGrom and Max Scherzer are scheduled to the games, and that's the same So, Alex, you want to know my advice for you on, on your goals for the Phillies this, that series? Yeah. Don't get swept. That's all you can really hold. Hey, Chris Bassett, too. Chris Bassett, you have Chris Bassett. So, honestly, if you're the Phillies that series, just don't get swept. You, you guys are playing the Marlins, right? Three games. You have to sweep them. You have to sweep them because. Because I, well, I want to say see them because just that you that you have a rush stretch against the Mets, but then you have uh, the Cincinnati Reds coming up. So, and then you have uh, and then you have the Mets after that. But, but then you have the Reds, and you have the Pirates, and you have the Diamondbacks. So aside from the Mets, you know, um, aside from the Mets, you know, you know, you really don't have that nice hard teams throughout August. So, throughout this month. So, my advice: all you have to do is just just. Be a put more respectful, I guess. I think you guys should be good. 
but you either you have to feel really, really good off with him that's at Billy's stand right now. Yeah, definitely. Now, on the other hand, it's time, guys. It's time. The Yankees just got swept by the Arizona... Not Arizona. I'm thinking about freaking football. They just got swept by the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, and they lost five straight. Like, they've lost... They've lost they obviously lost two to the Marlins, and they lost some. Um, they got swept by the um, Cardinals. Now, here's the thing. The Marlins and the Cardinals, um, they're two very, very great teams. There's no denying that. They're two, like, they're two really, really good teams. But here's the thing, you know. There's the, you, you, you gotta, with the, with the, with the way this team is played, you know, you look at their record, like, ever since, like, what was it? June, I forget. I forget June twenty ninth. I think their records the the rest thirty eight games. Their record is eighteen and twenty. They're below five hundred team for like for almost four games. It's not that's a, that's not like a small sample size. That's almost a quarter of a season where they've been like at best an average team. Mars, you mean Mariners? Seattle Mariners. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I honestly, whenever, whenever I go back and edit these episodes, I always notice myself. I always say, like, the wrong thing. Like, I always have these stupid, you know, fun balls, if you want to call it. Really stupid, so. But, yeah, the Yankees, I mean, it's just, like, they're two very great teams, but when you look at the way this team has played lately, I gotta give credit to... A guy by do you guys know him? The guy that I love at Frankie's Too Loud on Twitter. Have you guys ever heard of him? He posted this amazing, amazing tweet where it ha- it, ha- it has like um, it has the Yankees with three buttons. You know, one of them is uh starting pitching, the other is from support, and the other is um good bullpen, and and, and as you turn both of them on, one of them will always turn off. The Yankees will always get two of them, but they'll never get, like, uh, the third. Pace came example this series against the Cardinals, you know. The first game, the first game, the Steinbridge does a great job. The lap does, you know, I mean, three runs isn't amazing, but, you know what, they had a lead, so, you know what, they overall, like, did the job. I mean, you know what happens? The bullpen blows it. And then, um, and then against um the second against the Cardinals, the bullpen does amazing. The um style pitching does amazing. But you know what happens? The lion goes to shit. And then um this other game, uh, I mean, I can't really use that example because here's the thing: the lineup showed up, but but the pitching and the bullpen both put the shit. So this team, you know. This team, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily severely worried yet, because I because I it's a hundred sixty two games. You know, you're gonna have some um but but here's the thing: they need to turn around. They need to turn around fast. They need to turn it around fast. Because this team right now, this team, you know, but let's face it, they're spiraling. They're they're, they're handling. Like, they they're heading like a downward trend. Now you wanna know another concern I have with the Yankees? 
What? Their schedule. Uh, ever since ever since that World Series, their schedule is brutal in August. You know who they play now after uh, the Cardinal series on the road? Back to Seattle. Back to Seattle. You know who they play um after after that on the road? Don't Boston. look it up. Don't look it up, cheat. Were you looking it up? Be honest. Yeah. Okay, so you cheated. Little cheater. But after that, who do they play? Yes. That's uh, uh, they play Tampa Bay. Guess that's probably the e- no. Well, Boston's probably the easier, but still, you can't sleep on them. But they're still a very they can ease, especially at Fenway. I would not be surprised if the Yankees you know dropped still a couple of games that series. Um, then they go, then they host uh, the Blue Jays. Then they have two games against the Mets, and then finally, on uh, the schedule pulls off, they have um, a four game series on the road against the Athletics. But yeah, they have a brutal, brutal portion of their schedule coming up, and they and they honestly, they honestly, honestly, they need to um at this rate, honestly, they need. I I don't see them taking more. I I don't see them taking more than two games against against CL on the road. I honestly do not see it, but. But I guess the Red Sox, they got that that series when they when they need to get hot. They need to do another Boston Massacre 2.0 and um Reno and um they need to sweep um they need to sweep um the Red Sox. Or at least take two hours already. But, but either way, this team needs to turn around. They need to turn around quite fast in a hurry. Because there's a, I, if you're gonna, tr- if you really guys realistically want to beat them, the Astros in the postseason, you, I need to finish with a better overall record. Of them. I need to finish with a better overall record. Record. Because if they don't, then, then then they're gonna have to, you know, if they don't, then then hope Houston's gonna have hope for advantage that series. You see this guy have home field advantage that series. And if they don't have home if things don't have home field advantage, I do not like the chance to get Houston. And another and I guess and you know what happened to the series, guys? Of course. You know you know who made a start against uh the Yankees in one of these games? Who? You know who. We spent last episode talking about him. Jordan Montgomery. Oh yeah. And you know what he did to us? Yep. Five shutout innings. Of course, we trade him away. We trade you and Montgomery away. Like, because it's now being reported that um the Yankees had a deal in place to get Pablo Lopez with the Marla with with the Marlins with Miami and and the and Miami just backed out at the last second and really like Screwed cash and over, but still, you know, still, it, it's there's a word of advice up to all aspiring Joe guys out there. Advice to Brian Cashin. Cashin. If you're going to make a move where you move a guy for a certain player, do a three team deal. Brian Cashman, you should have done a three team deal with the Cardinals and Marlins. The Marlins, um, 
the Marlins get pro- uh, assets from both sides. The um, the Cardinals get Montgomery, and the Yankees get Lopez. Just a little note to all you know, aspiring um general managers out there. And you know another because now we're draw we're not drawing Montgomery. And you have Lopez. Not the species we start the rest of the season. And until Sabrina gets to that, you're going to be relying on Domingo the Donkey Herman and Jameson Tyon. Those two are going to be um, your saviors. Well, Gamon actually did pitch uh, that badly against them. He actually pitched pretty well against, uh, against the Cardinals, but, but still, you know, Mike Compass level isn't is exactly the highest. And James, Jason Tyon, like, um, Jason Tyon, like, I have a bit more confidence in because we saw what he did, like, in the first half. So, we saw what he did in the first half. So, I wouldn't actually shock me if um, he went on some sort of a run, but still, because to be banking on those two throughout the rest of the regular season, and, and, throughout the rest of the season and, the season, and to rely on Severioka and that company, you know, Jason's taking a gamble. That's all I'm saying is they're taking a gamble. And it's still like one had to take it once for that god awful, you know, Jordan Montgomery trade. All right, one last thing. So, you know, you want to know another thing that's um, bothering them? What? Injuries. You yeah. know, Joe Carlston, he's out. And guess what? We just used about Anthony Rizzo, he's out. And Luis Sabrino, he's out. The injury bug is coming back to bite this team, man. That's the other thing, too. They need to get healthy. They need to get you know, healthy uh, ASAP. They need to get Rizzo back because Rizzo's like been such a huge part of the series. I think is he he's top ten in the in the majors points, right? Yeah, I think so. If he's not top ten, he's dangerously close. If he's not top ten, he's dangerously. Close. Yes, he's. He's six in all baseball in home runs twenty seven. He's almost top five. He, he, he's well not also. He's two away from me top five out. Wow. has just been having such an amazing season though. Stan's been pretty impressive impressive as well. Like Stan's been pretty impressive as well. So they need they need to get Stan back healthy, they need to get Riz back healthy. They need to get, you know, um because right now the only real um hit the oh, but only real two, the only real quality heroes right now in um big slab that produced right now is um Aaron Judge and DJ LeMay. Those those are the only two guys. Calibre Torres has been slumping, even though he, he had a three hit game the um uh the other day against the Cardinals, so hopefully that gets him going. They need players so hitting, you know. Josh Dawson, you know, I, even though he Josh Dawson has been streaky at best, um Isaac Lefio is not obviously not known for his um offense. Um granted the grand that would be a pro- I, I would be much more fond of him if um he had to play um good defense, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But that's that's a rant for another time, you know. I obviously I mean Jose Trevino's like Jose Trevino, like he's cool off a little bit, a little bit, but I can't really call him because he's done such a great job it just has um uh, yes, I feel big, so I'm still outside of you know. I mean, Edgeman, tell me, I'm going to say, he's got to really, like, rock and start. Like, 
since becoming a Yankee, but a Yankee, but um, he had two good states. Hopefully, that like gets him going. But they need uh, they see two guys get going. They need Larry Torres to get going, and they need Andrew Van Tate to get going. They need those two guys to get going. But also, two guys that you can look at and say like those those two guys that are guys that can be big time contributors. Because and then you get Stan and and Rizzo back because. Aaron Hicks, like I don't, uh, Aaron Hicks, even though he, even though because Aaron Hicks has like been inconsistent. Josh Donaldson's been been um way inconsistent, you know. So I don't really trust those two. I mean, Matt Carver, Matt Carpenter is, you know, um, he, I can, yeah, I can't complain on Matt Carver. He's been such a godsend this year, but 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 you, again, you can't give back that he can be this kind of beast mode forever, so. That's the thing. They need to get healthy. They need um certain guys to step up. They need to start playing on better baseline. I mean, a lot of people are going to say like Frankie Montas. You know, uh, they're going to get him because he had a really bad um first start. Guys, calm down. Calm down. You you heard the story about Frankie Montas, right? Yeah. Yeah, he uh recently had death. Like, was it a family? Was it was it a close friend? Um, all, all, all I know is that he had death like with a repulsive. So, I, I was, obviously, like, it's his first start in pinstripe. So, he's having, he's obviously has a lot of his mind. You know, he's playing a really good team. You know, I'm not going to act for Frankie Montas yet. Like, give me, like, um, give me a couple more starts. If he's still, like, um, if he's still, like, uh, this, if he's still, like, um, not like the Frankie Montas that we saw in open, like, as you get close to posters, then I'll start worrying about him. But, until now, like it's one start, guys. You know, calm down, calm down. All right, so that's all the baseball talk we have for today. Before we get to the hot take of the episode, um, you know what time it is, guys? I actually, know what time it is, right? What time is it? Alex, guess. What segment are we doing? Oh, the the captain. Episode 5 of The Captain. So, this episode, honestly, honestly, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this right now. Episodes 1 and 2 were great. And episodes 3 and 4 were, like, even better. Episode, 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 episodes of 5 was fantastic. That was the episode where, um, where they said, like, he needs to work on his agility, right? And speed. That, like that, towards yeah, that. Yeah. Was was the episode was it the episode after? No, I think that was uh five. Yeah, I, th- I, 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 I think that was, I, that was episode five. That was episode five. And also yeah. went over um the Yankees game swept um uh, not the game swept they blew a three zero lead to the Red Sox. Yeah, that was a good one. I watched that too. I'm all actually, caught actually, up. Actually, man. actually you it's watched the good. episode. Uh, I did not. I figured you would since I figured it would bring you joy. But then again, <laughs> you don't like Boston either, so. But yeah, that, that brought back, obviously brought back, you know, a lot of bad memories. Um, do we really need to talk about that? Can, can we not talk about that? The only thing I'll talk about is, like, did you see that one thing, one thing, um, that Manny Ramirez did? May and there's at the Red Sox parade saying like um calling a sign saying I'm at the World Series parade and Derek G is golfing right now. 
And Jeter openly admits that pissed them off. Yeah. So were, yeah. So, but then again, it, show, it just shows you that Derek Jeter. I've always said Derek Jeter is like Michael Jordan with his competitors, but in more like low key kind of way. Like he's not the type of guy yeah. that will like uh, get in your face like Michael Jordan. He's not the type of guy that will trash talk like Michael Jordan. But he has that own little bit, that own little swagger, you know, that little low key swagger. Like okay, like you look at him and it's like okay, I see how it is. I see how it is. Yeah, I mean, honestly, man, you know, I'm a Mets fan, but, you know, you can't be biased. Derek Jeter's the captain, man. You know, he's great for baseball. Yeah, you know, so the side Jeter's playing golf today. Uh, this is better. And Jeter also admitted that they made, that made him sick. And that that yeah. entire team, that, 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 that they still haven't gone over that series. Himself, he himself, man, you know, he's a competitor, so he said it himself. He said, you know, he never liked the fact that, you know, he had to admit that he lost. You know what I mean? So I just felt like from a competitive standpoint, that's that, that's really good right there. You know, yeah. you need a guy like that, especially the captain. That, that, that I was like, that's that, been like, that's been one of the highlights of uh, the entire Dark Knight Green to highlight his competitiveness. That's yeah. one of the highlights of the entire documentary for me. Yeah, that definitely show. No. And then, and then yeah. yeah, that one thing with them, but one thing with them, they said like, you know, you need to work on your agility and stuff. You know, that that mm-hmm. one thing. I feel like that was the one because here's the cheater. Like, um, cheater always said like he loved to like uh, play short stuff. You know. That he dreamed of that was his dream playing shortstop for New York Yankees and he didn't want that dream and he wanted to play shortstop in the Yankees his whole career. That's the only position yo know, he ever played. And then yeah. he she he showed that like he showed like and then Brian Brian Cashin like came to him and showed that like, yo, you need to work on something, which which Brian Cashin like had every right to do, but that ultimately did stop um and I mean that ultimately did like I feel I feel like it was kinda like a the starting point to a cheater and Castro kind of like falling out, which they do Ooh. highlight, which they do highlight in the next episode, but we can't talk about that again. Yeah. The one, the one other thing they talk about, um, much less I'm sure you pay attention to this. Um, they talk about like a lot of like, um, like a lot of social issues that were in the game of baseball. Yeah. How Jeter like wasn't, as a biracial guy, like, um, Jeter wasn't the most like outspoken on that. Mm hmm. Because I say Jeter was like, that Dirty was like mostly uh, um was mostly um most mostly focused on baseball. Like that's why he's that's why he ultimately said like he is that's why he's he said like his ultimately his ultimately his focus um was on like uh the game was ultimately on the game on the game of baseball. And that and that's the thing, like when we talk about, you know, um like race the race of athletes and you know African American athletes or black athletes or whatever like race they are like we never say like uh, we never bring up Derek Jeter as like a biracial athlete. We never bring up Jeter in those uh conversations. Yeah, and, and, and and that's the one thing did you hear about 
sure what that one, my God, that one dumb reporter asked him. Wait, did he actually ask him, or did he was was saying that he didn't ask, but like was considering? Apparently, some reporter called him colorless. Yeah, I think he was considering for sure. Yeah, the one before called colorless. I mean, that's just like. Yeah, Jeter, like, Jeter's reaction summed up perfectly. He was like, what are you talking about? That's the thing. Jeter, that's the thing. Jeter showed, like, a different side of the way to start Because growing up, I thought Jeter was, like, the type of guy that, um, not, like, never, like, uh, swore, never cursed. Um, there he's dropping F and S bombs like crazy. He obviously gets censored, but... <laughs> I love that part about him. He's like, he's being a savage. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Hey, you got, Marcel, any other thoughts on episode five? I mean, I thought that was a great episode, but what'd you guys think about um, the whole, the whole Alex Rodriguez situation? They didn't really highlight it much in the episode. Um, I I said before, I said before, like um, I I know, I mean it's clear it's not both sides that's what I do with it falling out. You know, I I said before to just gonna speak out. I thought A Rod was like really really dumb, like with some things he said about Derek Jeter, and it was very clear. You know, um, that a lot a big part of them falling out was Derek Jeter was always not Derek Jeter. A Rod was always just Derek Jeter. Um. Because of like because you know A feels that that he was more powerful and he was right. But I just think Jeter one more. G G Jeter Jeter simply you know one more but A Rod looked at the fact that even though that even though he was more talented that Jeter got like the spotlight. But I just think Jeter like obviously playing in New York and he won more. That's the big that's the big thing. Is that excellent thing like he was like um the at the very least the best position player like um. Uh, team that uh won three straight World Series and won four out uh, of five uh, World Series. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, the whole my whole thing about it is that you know I don't think he was necessarily trying to you know bash him the way he made it seem like. I mean, at the time, were you really like? But I was saying, that comment made like, where, he said, about where he said, like, oh, like, um, you don't have to worry about Derek Jeter being you. Like, that, come on, that was dumb. If that's the, if that's the case, then why did the, the YG to win on that World Series MVP? Why was he such a beast in all those postseasons? Like, the Yankees do not win those World Series without Derek Jeter. And that's why I hate That's how I hate that people act like, um, oh, if you take Derek Jeter off the, if Derek Jeter was like in Kansas City or in someplace else, like he would, he would be a nobody. A, he would still be a Hall of Famer. B, how do you know he would have won World Series with C's? And C, like um, if you took him off the Yankees, you you could take him out. If you took him off the Yankees, and you replaced him with um, Joe Schmo at shortstop. You know they would have won all those World Series. Yeah. Heck, I would even argue. I would even argue, and some people are gonna roast me for this. If you take if you replace um Derek Jeter with Alex Rodriguez, they should probably be a better regular season team, but they they would not have been a better postseason team because A Rod always had like his shortcomings like um in the postseason. Yeah. And Jeter obviously was was Mr. Clutch. 
Yeah, I agree. But I will. I still say I mean, that Chris like shoot a little bit. I do think that he could have done like a better job, like welcome out some previous because you saw that scene like from episode four, right? Mm-hmm. Where like they were both in the dugout, and Aaron asked like, oh, "Hey, is everything cool?" And Judah like, respond by saying, "Kind of like um." I, I obviously I, I know Judge Judah is probably still hurt, like um probably they're falling out, but I out, I out, but. I definitely feel like he could have done a better job, like welcome out to New York. All right, so that's all for episode five. Episode the last episode of episodes uh this airs this Thursday, right? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about um episode so you say here's the we're gonna talk about our episode six. The next episode and after that will be episode seven and I debate. I think I should get a guest on to recap the entire documentary. You think that would be uh, a good idea? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll definitely get to work on. It. Remind me to do that. Remind me to do that. Even even then, we could just talk about it by ourselves. We could just talk about it by ourselves. But that nah, would be better to do it like with the guests. So I'll definitely search for that. So. Alright, but that's all for episode 5 of the Captain. We're moving on now. Guys, you know what time it is? Mets. No, it's not Mets time. It's the hot take of the episode time. Who's doing it? Guess Alex? what? Guess what? Good, good. We got good news, guys. We got good news for you. We have two people missing. Um, You guys, you guys aren't going to leave. You guys aren't going to leave this we have three people missing from the show. Yet that's not gonna affect our wheel at all. Because just saying, Michael, Stan are are here, aren't here. They both went already. So even if they were here, they couldn't go. So those two absences. They I mean obviously Chris is still absent, but we do expect Chris to join us sometime in the coming weeks. But 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 aside from that, you know, aside from that, it's like this is it. This is it. So, this, this is it. So, it's not going to affect the wheel at all. So, it's either going to be me, uh, Marcellus, or Alex. So, guys, this time for me, I was so You guys ready to find out who's going to go? Yep. All right, guys. The wheel is spinning starting now. Please allow me. Please allow me. I want to save my friend Michael and Sam are here. The hot ticket episode will be done by... God damn it, it's me. <laughs> it nearly, it, it's bore, it was borderline between me and Alex. You want me to just give it to Alex instead? I know, oh, this, is kinda, I know this is kind of cheating, but... I know this is kind of cheating, but... you want, you, Alex, you want to go instead? Because I really want to save mine for when Michael and Sam are here. Sure. Okay, so... The hot take of the episode will be done by Alexander Beach. Alex, take it away. All right, so my hot take is going to be based on Brittany Griner's situation. Um, oh, yeah. I think that uh, it should not be in this situation the way it is. Uh, and I feel like she should be 
not in uh, jail uh, in the overseas and especially being an athlete in a in a, uh, a great country with a ton of support I think it just goes to show how how um, horrific the country she's in now is to her and yeah. I think the government needs to have a say like this athlete like she's an athlete and uh, we shouldn't really have the shot to, to keep her held hostage in a jail cell and yeah. I mean and uh, here's the, I said, do you mind if I introduce you? I had a question about this. Here's the really fucked up part, because yeah. I've heard some people say, like, oh, like, sh- like she she broke the law. Granted, it's a really dumb law, but hey, she, like, she she broke she broke the law. You know, here's the, here's the, here's the real fucked up thing. Here's the, here's the thing, like, some people, like, are, are forgetting. The, um, she's going to jail for nine years, right? The crime yeah. that she committed, the drive she committed, like, has a maximum sentence of like what sixty days? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. So so basically, they're they're like um the Russian government is being corrupt and they're like, and they're like improperly like they're like um mischarged here. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So that so that's so that's the real like situation. Like, like I really feel, I really feel like any type of serious jail, any type of jail time, really for for like for like holy. Only we eat it. I I really feel like it's ridiculous, but I mean I don't want to get too political on that. But I mean I think that like since she's a special athlete, I just feel like there is it's the government and the government where she is now isn't being soft about it, and and they're being very. Uh, very uh, angry about it and having the yeah. I just feel like Britney doesn't have have more of the freedom of speech like and it's just a way to to say that 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 country isn't uh, that country isn't what U.S. citizens should be involved in and have the experience of, and I think being a U.S. citizen is an extreme opponent of anything about even if you go through this, and I I just wish that the president of that country stepped up and said that oh uh Brittany is a athlete and you know we can't have her held in here too long and I just feel like a couple months would be well worth it but I don't see nine years of her just completely being by herself and having that that life of of loneliness and yeah, nine years that uh, that are being taken away from her, it's 
imagine. But here's the thing, here's the thing. You say the president should the president should do something about it. Like yeah. the president of Russia should do something about it. Yeah. There's one big problem with that. The president of Russia, you know who the pre- is that, and that is who the president of Russia is. Again, uh, we, will not, we will not mention his name. His name is deserving mentioned, but you know, you know, you saw, you saw, you saw like the situation going in Ukraine. Yeah, if you honestly, expect like uh, the president of Russia to do like anything honest about this, then uh, then really like, I mean, bad news for you. I mean, even Joe Biden, Biden is doing. A lot of it and helping to yeah I, I know the the try yeah the that body is like trying to you know uh get like get her get her free uh get her free but I has I think there's this talk about them doing of uh, United States Russia doing some sort of trade um and that in return like they would free something and then the 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 um the United States would then free like um or was it Russian murderers or something like that or something like that. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, if you do that, if you do that, what do you tell uh to the victims of the Russian fa- uh, of the family that was that was all the families and all the victims of um that murder? That now that murder is being freed ju- is being free. I mean ideally the right plan is to just uh just like send the nukes up and send up uh, and like send like that Russian presidential Asshole, you know, and blow them up, but obviously, like, obviously, like, uh, their ratifications for that, too. And that's not, and like, that's way easier said than done. But I mean, I don't really, I mean, I don't really know. You know, it's a very sensitive topic, and I just, I just hope, you know, that I, I just really hope that like, the United States can, you know, do something about it. Yeah, and and what really pisses me off is like having an athlete like her being in a jail cell for that long is a really um is really disappointing and I feel like she should get the get limit of like two two years in in jail. Yeah, even now, I would say two years is a little too much. I mean, it's even better now, than I would say nine. Two years is too much. I mean, it's better than the nine, but I just feel like maybe eight months would be it would do it. Yeah, what's the maximum that um that they can charge you for the for their, like crimes you committed? I mean, uh, we 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 want the we, we we like she didn't really. I mean, really, we're we're smoking weed, me possessing weed, you know, a crime, you know, um, oh, you know, like, slowly, slowly, but surely not becoming a crime. It's not, it's not like, it's not like she like uh, did something wrong, like that truly awful, but mm-hmm. they truly awful. I mean, but but I mean, what's the ma- but, but I, I believe what's the, whatever the maximum sentence is 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 it. Whatever the thing is that the United States needs to, we I th- I really feel like we need to like, obviously we have so many issues that are going on in this country right now. Like the issues that are going on in this country, that, like is the ones that we don't want to make this like a political show. But all I can really say is, is that there are a lot of issues that we're going through in this country now. This is obviously now one of them, and 
we got to do everything we can to, you know, make sure all these issues get resolved. All right, Alex, is that the end of your hot take? Yeah. All right, um, this is the easy one for me to approve. Do you agree, Marcellus? I agree. All right. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, my uh, so hot takes me approved. Um, I never record. I forget where the record is right now, but I'll look it up. What is your record right now? His record is right now three and four. Three and four. All right, speaking of, like, uh, such topics, we got to tackle a couple of them right now. Um, this is something that we want to talk about last episode, but thanks to our Kevin Durant, um, thanks to our Kevin Durant, um, like, whole debacle off of our last episode, we got these two stories, had the, these couple stories had to get postponed. Um, number one is that Sean Watson has been suspended um, six games by the NFL. Unfortunately, we don't have Sam and Mark Michael on, like, because they're more, um, into it, these topics and not that uh, like I am, so I really wanted to get the points. So, I really, so we can't get their thoughts. Um, but I do have, I have a couple of things. I mean, just let me let me rephrase the Charles is Jesus made uh six games, uh, but the NFL is but the NFL is appealing, they, they're gonna try to you know get a longer um punish, punishment for them. Um, hopefully, it works. So here's the thing I got several questions, guys. That's several questions when I come to this. Um, a lot of people are throwing out the comparisons to who's the wide receiver that got who's the player that got suspended for gambling? Um, I keep it was Calvin. Oh, Calvin Ridley, right? Yeah, yeah. He was just got a player that got suspended a year for uh for um for for gambling. Now, whatever your thoughts on like the about scaling policy, I mean, I I think we all can agree, like um. The things that Deshaun Watson is like at the very least accused of doing, and the things that um really did like are not comparable. So why so why is one being more harshly honest than the other? Like that's one thing. Like that's one thing. I agree with that. I I definitely agree with that. But I want to take a step further, guys. I want to take a step further. You know, yeah, let, 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 me, let me take a step further. You know, we just saw like a couple of months ago, like Trevor Bauer. You know, um, had what one when they accusing him. I think there was there was like at least one more, or maybe another, or like that that file that like that like participated in the investigation, but but that's like what at most like uh that may that may I want to say at most I want to minimize this, but it's like two victims, you know, that were speaking out that like ha he had two accusers, right? Two to three accusers, or one like it's one of those numbers, and then like, he gets two years. Mel Week was there and I guess in two years and Sean Watson only gets six games. Even then, even then you are let's go back to comparison to like another group is that Ben Roethlisberger um only is that Ben Roethlisberger had like what was it, one or two accusers and he only got six games. And they're giving a guy with like what twenty plus accusers, you know, six games, it makes um it it, it, it makes 
it, it makes like very, very little sense to me. Apparently, the judge's logic in like in like doing the sentence because because I've heard people like don't blame the NFL for us. It was the judge's judge's decision, which is the judge's decision, which I guess if you want to say is like it was the judge's decision, like don't blame the NFL for it. I I I agree, and I I. I I will I will mention the NFL like on later on 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 this as a Roger Goodell like on later on like in this take but here's the thing I then, then I and then I was just like a patient and they said like don't blame the NFL it wasn't their decision and then at the same time like um they're saying like don't blame the judges by God like, who do we blame then who do we blame you can't blame the NFL you can't blame those you gotta blame somebody because apparently the judge was using guidelines based on previous NFL suspensions and that. The fact that like Ben Rossberger didn't get like uh more than six games, you know, um didn't get more than six, six games like the that Sean Ross didn't get most of six games. Here's the problem with that logic is number one, I per, number one I first think that for the stuff that Ben Rossberger was acute was at the very least accused of um if uh, it moved up like he should have gotten like more than famous like six games, um with stuff he he was Abuse due to like assuming that assuming idea which which I believe which I I I want get into I really don't want to get into like a debate with like 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 oh did he do it did he not do I really don't want to get into a whole debate about that right now so I'll just so so for for the sake for I'll I'll just say I'll just say accused uh but but assuming he did it like he should have got more six games and the Sean Watts has has all these accusers and. So and you're doing another unwilling punishment for um you're doing the same underwhelming punishment. Apparently the reason for that is like um is like apparently it was like non apparently the accounts them were like non-violent and uh, guys I'm just confused. that's the big that's the biggest thing like is like is with this whole the shot starting is that I'm just confused. We actually have any thoughts on it? I I totally agree with you. Yeah. It's just a really confusing situation. It's it's a mess. It, it, it's a mess. And here's the thing, I saw Robert the Third, you know, uh, I heard Robert Good Third uh, tweeting out like um at like uh, the NFL saying saying that uh, that he was apparently like Bashing, bashing the NFL, and I saying like, oh, like they don't really care about like these these type of issues. Like they're only like doing this like um, like because it's a good look. And here's my one thing I would respond to Robert Griffin for the third side. What do you want the NFL to do? It's like what more do you want the NFL to do? They're pushing for like an indefinite suspension. Like, Roger, they they make like, they're they're racing. They're pushing for an indefinite suspension of, of at least a year. You know. What more really like, like do you want the what, what what more really do you want the NFL to do here? Like I understand the NFL has mishandled situations like this, and as when it comes to like like with like um with like with like domestic abuse and like sexual assault and like and like social injustice like a, like they've mishandled like stuff like the cabinet situation like uh like. The Ray Rice situation all those years back, they definitely missed out situations like in the past. But um, 
to use that same logic and say like, oh, and the, and the they use the same logic as what they're doing now for the Sean Austin situation, you know, um, I just, I just feel, I just feel like that's unfair. I feel, I just feel like, like, that's unfair. Like, what, like, like, what more do you want the NFL to do? They're, they're doing everything they can, you know, get this guy, like, as harsh of a sense as possible. I mean, much thoughts you have any, do you guys have any more thoughts on this? Or do you guys just want to move on? Much less, do you have any thoughts? Uh, do you have any thoughts on that, Alex? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, uh, I also want to throw. I forgot. I almost got full of this Apparently, the DFLPA is suing on the NFL for this, which is really, really weird. And I tweeted this out, guys. I'm, I'm pretty sorry to say in the chat that, guys, this this is gonna be like an absolute shit show. This is about to get ugly very, very fast. I mean, it's yep. already gone lucky, but it's about to get uglier. Alright, so now we gotta go from that to two more we go we go from uh, the story stories to two like tragic stories. Um two legends um recently left uh, the sports world. Um recently you know who these two legends are? Who are like, they? Uh you you know who it is, Marcellus. Don't play with me. <laughs> ben Scully. Ben Scully and who else? Uh, you got you got you must let's repeat that Bill Russell, Bill Russell. So, yeah, I mean, to start off, I mean, to start off with Bill Russell, I mean, well, he passed away at what age 92? I think it was 82. 82, oh, yeah, so. I mean, A2 is still like, uh, he's still, still up there. He definitely lived like a really long, healthy life, but still, it's still tragic to see him pass away. And nothing to say other than like, um, the greatest, like, um, winner in sports. Like, 11 wolves, 11, like, um, championships literally does not have like enough rings, um, for his fingers. So, I mean, there's nothing else. There's really nothing else to say. He eighty-eight. He died at age. He passed away at age eighty-eight. So yeah, there's that. There's that. There's that little nugget there. But um, yeah, the greatest word is what's he got? As I really feel like he. When we talk about like activism and athletes, you know. Um, and like and athletes like fighting against social justice. Bill Russell's one of the biggest names up there. He's 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 one of the biggest names up there. Like he was a he was he was very like outspoken against the justice. And he did so in like one of like uh the, let's call it one of the most plagued by racism cities like um in America. Boston, you know, Boston has this history like with has its history with, like with racism. Like, even to this day, even to this day, like we talk about like a race, like sissies that have suffered the most of racism. Boston's always up. Boston's up there. So and for and for him to do that, and, and for him to do that, and like become like, like he was like the first like academic player to you know um achieve you know um to to, to really achieve superstar status like in the league. Like 
for him to like do all that, like I really feel like there's nothing else to say other than the NBA lost a legend both on and off the court. Marcel, did you want to talk about him for a bit? Um, what am I talking about again? Uh, Bill Russell. Oh, yeah, Bill Russell, man. One of the best, one of the best to ever do it, man. Honestly, I mean, I wasn't really around for his days when he, uh, when he played, obviously, I, mean, I don't think none of us were, but, um, from what I do remember, you know, Bill, Bill Russell, well, he won, how many, how many, uh, chips he got? Like, it was 11, right? Or 12? He's got 11, he's got 11. Yeah, nobody else is, is doing that. Uh, I think arguably we can all say nobody else <laughs> in the league is, is doing that. You know, that's, that's hard to do. And, you know, you gotta, you gotta respect that from a, you know, from a fan standpoint, and there's never gonna be another Bill Russell man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just some people are irreplaceable. You know, it's, that's definitely one of them. You, know, you, you can't replace that. You know, just the size, the way he played, you know, all that. That's kind of my take on it. Yeah, I am. Really, nothing else to say on the high of it. Yeah, maybe I'll just tell you. Alex, you want to go? I, I completely agree with Marcellus. So, yeah, rest in peace uh, to the great Bill Russell. I mean, he will not be missed. And another legend, Marcellus, got those recently. And that is um the great Vince Scully. Um, nothing else to say other than the greatest uh, broadcaster, you know, um, on uh, the greatest broadcaster uh, to ever do it. No, nothing, nothing really else to else to say there. Nothing else to say there. I want to bring up this um this um I really want to bring up um I really want to bring up this amazing amazing studio. I want to see if I can I want to see if I can find it here so I can credit the guy who did this. I really want to see. If, I really want to see like find uh, like the tweet. Just give me a second here, because it, it it. Give me a second here, guys. And, the, and I, I can't, I can't find like unfortunately I can't find a tweet, but it said it said something like this: "You can't tell the story of baseball without Vince Scully, and no one told the story of baseball better than than Vince Scully." And that was just like you can't. I feel, I feel like I couldn't have said better myself. I mean, I really think of Vince Scully like his and like all these years broadcasts like with the Dodgers, you no. Know, People forget, people forget, like, when Jackie Robinson, like, first came up, and when Jackie Robinson, like, was, was making his mark of the majors, like, Vince Scully, like, was the one who broadcasted a lot of those games. Vince Scully was the, was ultimately, like, the one who ultimately, like, broadcasted a lot of Jackie Robinson's career. And, like, I know that I'll say, like, he, he was just an amazing story. He was amazing, like, um... I mean, really, there's, unfortunately, I, unfortunately, like, um, I never really, like, um, 
got too from I never got a chance to get too familiar with this broadcasting work as he correct, but all I I know that he's like I mean, we think of all broadcasting baseball like Michael K, like John Stern, like they all all the will tell you that they looked up to Vince Scully. Yeah, Vince Scully really truly set the standard for like um play by play and uh, most of baseball by really just sports in general. Yeah, guys, anything you want to say on Vince Scully? Uh, it's, it's definitely sucks he passed away, and I hope his family is doing well. Yeah, that's it. Ninety four, right? Yeah. So like, so like, Bill Rossi definitely lived like um a long healthy life, but yeah, still, but still like I'm sad <laughs> to see it come to an end. Go ahead, Marcellus. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Alex on that, too. For sure. Yeah, so yeah, rest in peace to uh, the late to, to Ben Scully. Um, again, it's very, very sad what happened to the man, for sure, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually glad that, you know, Bill got to see his 75th anniversary, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, I agree, I agree. She had rest in peace to both for Russell and Vince Coley. Of course, world lost of Titans on the other day. All right, guys. Let's actually. I don't know if this is. I would say lighten the mood up, but I'm pretty sure this isn't gonna lighten the mood up. It's time for our best of the episode, and guys. Guess what? Wow. Oops, we did it again. Oops, we did it again. You know what I'm referring to right now? What happened? Our bets. You know what happened? What happened? Alex, what happened? We all took the L. <laughs> we all lost. <laughs> For the, what, sixth time of podcast history, we all lost. At least now we've had some times where uh we what we we now have had we've had some times where we all won recently so it makes the so it makes it sting a little less but still six times in August so you all took the L gosh you think we should be proud of this you think you think do you think we should be proud of this or or should we um what what should we do about this I I really think we should highlight this. Every single time we all take an L, we should give a counter. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh, wait. It's not a fish because we didn't get Christmas vest out here. I don't feel like when Chris comes back, we're going to put a little bit of pressure on him. Um, we're gonna put we're gonna put a little bit of pressure on him. Um, whenever he comes back, we're gonna give him Mega Mate two bets and one single previous episode and say, Chris. This this bet is gonna it we're gonna have to ask you to save us from going winless again. Alright, so So yeah, unfortunately I haven't had time to do those standings up but but yeah, basically basically it's the same like um except everyone like just the L's um even then, like the stands would be incomplete because we can't get Christmas back in yet. So, 
All right, guys. I still don't know um what I'm gonna do for uh my, for my bet. Um, I'm gonna take some time for me to. I'm I'm gonna take some time for me to think of my um my actions. You have one. Uh yeah. All right. Go ahead and tell me it. Uh, so I'm doing a three game parlay. Okay. For for Tuesday. So I'm gonna do Philly's money line against Miami. All right. Uh St. Louis money line against Colorado. All right, Philly's Cardinals over who? Colorado. Alright, the Rockies. And Dodgers money line against the Twins. Okay. Another parlay. Damn, will this be another miss or will Alex uh, get lucky and like um and finally hit this one out of the park? I will hit it. Okay. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see, Alex. We'll see. All right, so I need to bounce back. And I, I suffered a mellow loss here, so I need to bounce back quick, fast, and hurry. Um, you know what? I'm, no, I'm going to do something stupid. I'm going to take the Padres over the Giants and... I'm gonna take uh I'll do a same game parlay. I'll take take one solo game at that. Keep it nice and simple. All right, Marcellus, you're Mr. Ring there, Marcellus Burdock, you're up. Mm, let's see what does the ringleader want. Do we get the games tomorrow? Let me see. Oh, we're playing the Rage. You know, I got to take my boys. I'm going to yeah, take... Yeah, you definitely got to take that. But I would recommend they get pairing out with the parlay. Because if you just... if you, Or because or, or, unless, unless you take the spread, then, like, um, you're not going to make that many points. Yeah, let me... uh, Let me take the Mets one and a half spread. Mets one and a half spread, gotcha. And um, let me take let me take Padres money line. Mm, smart man, there, Marcel. Smart man. I think I think it's time to you know take them serious, man. You know Tatis coming back soon, so you know them, them yeah, boys. What, what's the really timetable for his return? I think he should be back soon. I just don't know. Uh, I just don't know when. What was it? Sometime, sometime in August, right? Which is yeah, good because I, I need the back of my fantasy team. Yeah, I just don't know when it's coming, but I know it's coming. You, so. you guys know I've won like uh I won I won like uh in in a fantasy league, I won like um I just beat I just beat uh Sam and I in the what's the last nine matches I think. Let me check. Let me, let me check. Uh, let me check. My my last. 
my last my last nine um matches or was like eight. Last eight matches, um, I'm seven and one. And uh, the only one I lost, I lost by three points. And guess what? I just recently got the ground back, and guys, once I get Tati's back, y'all fucked. <laughs> yeah, Tatis is a, is a beast, man. Yeah. So yeah, you got Mets, Mets over Reds um, on the spread and Padres over Giants, right? Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. I was thinking about doing NFL preseason, but those are now nah, I'm going to stay far away from that. Yeah, I'm going to stay away uh, from that. All right. So. so we don't. Okay. What are we going to. All right, what are we gonna do for um for Michael here? What am I gonna do for Michael here? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be like um I'll give I'll give Michael um Cubs money line. <laughs> no, not gonna be that mean. I'll give Michael Dodgers money line on what on what day, Tuesday, right? Yeah. Actually, they play the Twins, but they should get some. They should get some nice odds against the Twins. So I'll give them. I'll give them Dodgers money line. Dodgers with Twins money line. And uh, I'll give him a WMA bet, like, you know, just think of one. He always likes to. I'm trying to get in the head of our good friend Michael, you know what I mean? Uh, The Liberty player. No, I was going to take this bet. I'll give him the Liberty. How about that? But I really I was thinking about betting Liberty, but I do want to take the Liberty at some point, but but I just haven't found like a really good bet for them. I would take them to this time by a lot, but they're but they're not underdog and I want something safe, so because I really need to get back on the right track, so I won't do that. So yeah, that's what I'll do for Michael and for Sam. Um what am I gonna do for Sam? Should I be evil and give Sam a shitty bet? Well, I'll I'll be a little like cool, Sam. I'll give them the Yankees on my um on Monday. I'll I'll parlay it up. I'll, I'll give because oh. because title sorry I don't see the way that game. Yankees over Mariners by line. And for Chris, um, Royals play a doubleheader against the White Sox, right? All right, let me check all the pitching match for um, I'll give them game two. I'll give them game two. I think they will take a game. All right, guys. That's all for our best, and that's all for this episode.
Are y'all gonna say anything? Or am I being stared at by two zombies? The <laughs> <laughs> great episode, man. Yeah, yeah. Which up, episode was that? Episode 107. This was our 107th oh, wow. episode. Come a long way. Yeah, so. I mean, nothing, nothing much, nothing else much to say other than, you know, I'm in. I just recently got the train for my new job, and I mean, I can't give too many details away because this is very strict, you know, with um, inner workers. So all I'm saying is that it's a lot of fun, and I'm really enjoying it. How do you like it, man? Oh, I love it. I love it. Like, I'll, 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 I'll see if I can give you, like, a, like, um, because I get outfit, I feel comfortable sharing too many details, like, on air, but I'll see, I'll see if I can share some with you, like, um, off air. Yeah, definitely, man. I want to. How's your new job? How's that little PH mean? Love it, man. Alex, how's your live stream, you? Good. All right, live stream us all good. Get the game on. It's moving up in the world. <laughs> so, guys, any final thoughts? Go, Billy. Go, Yankees, and Kevin Durant is, in fact, the top 20 player of all time. Suck it, Sam. Suck it, Michael. <laughs> Alright, guys. That's it. This episode 107 of the Gay Gear Podcast. Here's Shuli and Rosani. The Alex Reed and Marcel Spurlock. Thank you, Herb. Be sure to leave a like and follow or subscribe to the podcast. Also, you want to join our conversation, leave a comment on YouTube, or reach out to us on social media. We feature what you have to say and feature what you have to say. Don't see your genius Mention a world, believe it, and dive in. See you next time, and until then, stay lit.